Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm so glad that you're here because we're going to be talking about something very important, as you can see in the title and description, and that is uh, manipulation. What is it? And we are definitely going to point out how, in just a moment, Biden and his cohorts, the media, are making him out to be the victim in all of this. How so? We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, if you have not gone to the BMG Network, Dot com. I encourage you to do that. Go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check out all the great hosts that we have there on the BMG Network. We've got all brand new uh, content out there for you in form of podcasts on the Adrian Ross Show, the Pac-Man Show, the Essentials, and of course, this show, the Ken Burns Show. And by the way, if you have not yet rated and reviewed the BMG Network on Facebook, please do me a quick favor Go to the BMG Network on Facebook, go to ratings, give us a five-star rating, and please take the time to review because it absolutely helps us in a tremendous, tremendous way. So thank you in advance. And if you have not yet liked or rather rated the Ken Burns Show on Apple Podcasts, please take the time to do that as well. A five-star review would be much appreciated. But anyway, here we go. I do have a couple of clips that I'll play in just a moment because we'll get to some important things that happened in the media just recently and how the left is spinning it, manipulating it, and trying to make the public believe something that is not actually reality. How do you do that? By taking things out of context and then feeding you misinformation from the manipulated form of the statements that were said. In particular, some statements that were said by President number 45, that would be Donald Trump. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, what is manipulation? There are a few ways to say what it is, but here are a couple of uh, uh, ways to define it. Manipulation is an emotionally unhealthy psychological strategy used by people who are incapable of asking for what they want and need in a direct way. Okay. Also, people who are trying to manipulate others are trying to control others. So what are some of the telltale signs you or I or we as a society could be the subject of manipulation? Well, here's the things that you feel. Fear, obligation, and yes, guilt. So when you are being manipulated by someone, you are being psychologically coerced into doing something you probably don't really want to do. And there are two common manipulators. There's the bully and the victim. Now, I'll pause right there for just a moment because many people have looked at Trump and anyone who has followed him and does follow him as the quote-unquote bullies, also the deplorables. But what's interesting about that is they take something, and once again, this is manipulation, they take something like, 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 or someone like Trump or anyone like him with that type of personality that is bold, that doesn't hold back their thoughts, and calls them a bully for saying things direct. Remember, in the definition of manipulating, of being a manipulator, it's that you can't be direct, so you'd rephrase things in such a way that 
creates an avenue to coerce a person or the public to think in such a way that they now feel guilty as if they've done something wrong and they owe you something or other people something. And interestingly enough, a bully is someone who, you know, obviously we've heard picking on somebody, you know, starting a fight just because. And this is how I'm going to take this in just a second and explain why I believe. And I think it's pretty obvious that Biden, who is right now playing the victim, or at least the media is making him out to be the victim, is also the bully. Because here's the thing, he's not direct. And as a matter of fact, uh, most of the time, I would say the majority of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, whenever questioned, if he ever makes it to a press conference, Biden, Harris, who just laughs at every question, doesn't answer them, and the rest of them, none of them actually answer the questions. Pelosi will get on her high horse, Chuck Schumer will act haughty, and just state things as if they're reality when really the very things that he is stating that are wrong with everyone is the very things that the Democratic Party are they themselves doing. Therefore, once again, proving to be hypocritical, that being the Democratic Party, as always. And for those who are paying attention, it is blatantly obvious But Biden doesn't actually answer any questions, neither does, or, you know, he'll just make a sarcastic statement back, disregarding the question as if it was baloney, bullcrap, stupid question. And as I mentioned, uh, speaking of bully and bullying, here's what a bully sounds like, okay? I'd beat the hell out of him if in high school. Now, let me give you more of the direct quote. I'd beat the hell out of Trump if in high school. Who said that? Biden. Now, you see, if Trump had said something like that, the media would eat it up. And you know it. But no, that was Biden, because he can essentially say anything he wants, do anything he wants, and it's okay, because as long as he goes along with the narrative, it's all good. And one thing about manipulation that's really something to look out for. And again, I'm speaking in a generalized way and talking about our society and our leadership here in America. Sometimes when there's manipulation at play, there are strings attached. What does that mean? For example, okay, if a favor is not done for you just because, then it isn't for fun and for free. If there are strings attached, it's possible that manipulation is occurring. Now, we all know those types of people that if you ask them for something, you know they're going to want something in return. But for the most part, we know a lot of people who will just do it just because. Well, we have a government now that you always think that they're giving out free things. But trust me, there are strings attached. If you haven't seen that yet, I'm hoping that you soon will. (laughs) Because, again, something that is become more and more obvious. And I don't want to make this whole podcast into this whole example game because there's there's too many and then we will get off on all these tangents, whether that be voting, manipulating people to vote a certain way, not encouraging, not giving out facts and real data to show you why one way would be better for the country, but manipulating people into believing a certain way so that they will vote a certain way that's not going to be beneficial for them in the long run at all, though it sounds good in the beginning, sounds good to them, 
you're going to get something free. But then all of a sudden, as it goes on, you see the policies are horrible and bad. For, oh, it sounds like a lot like what we're living in now. Oh, wait, it is. We are living in that. People were manipulated. And now look where we are right now. And that's what gets me to this whole purpose, really, of what I want to talk about in manipulation. And there's a story that came out, and it just floored me. There's a tweet that was put up by House Republicans. The caption said this, this is what weakness on the world stage looks like. And it's a picture of Biden kind of slumped and walking away. Nothing new. That's what he pretty much always looks like. And their whole case here, this is, now this is a NBC News. There's other news outlets that have put essentially the same story up there. But it says one tweet that perfectly sums up the GOP's laughable Ukraine hypocrisy. And it says in, in the subtitle, who cares about the global threat Russia poses when you can mock Biden and own libs? Question mark. And so why am I bringing this up? Because in this story, it says this. Yet, while some leading Republicans have rightly put country over party, too many, led by, of course, the former president and the party's current leader, are trying to use this moment to score cheap political points by siding with our adversaries. What? And it goes on to say that this week we've watched former President Donald Trump openly root for Putin and so on. Fox News, Tucker Carlson, etc. All these people are going up and saying things and they're, they're rooting for the other side, which is not true. And I'll show you that in a moment. And they go on to say, sadly, this is nothing new. Republicans have become masters of the hypocritical art of politicizing national security in recent decades, dating back to at least 9-11. I love the, how the hypocrites start calling out hypocrites, at least saying that they're hypocrites. And here's where they make Biden out to be the victim. Says now, Biden is in a very tough position. He must balance politics at home and principles abroad. And he must do it without many allies across the political aisle. Perhaps nothing sums up the GOP position better than this tweet from the House GOP account Tuesday. As millions of Ukrainians brace for possible catastrophe, there's a photo of Biden walking away from the lectern with the caption, this is what weakness on the world stage looks like. Of course, this is just what walking away from a lectern looks like. But who cares about facts when you can own the libs? And I guess, therefore, we're supposed to feel bad when for four years, as Trump was building up our country, our nation, for Americans, for our freedoms, for our children's freedoms, for being a parent in this country and having a right to be a parent, to do things that are righteous, whether you like the guy or not, putting policies in place that protect our country, securing our borders, having great foreign policies, and no, he wasn't buddies with all of these guys. He had a quote-unquote type of relationship where they knew that he was an actual leader and you don't mess around with him because if you do, there will be consequences and they knew it. If you actually watch some of the footage of when he had discussions with whether it was Germany or Russia, he was not easygoing. He was Trump. Very much as the Trump as you know in The Apprentice, for example, except it wasn't a film, it was reality, and he was being very serious. But no, we have a joke in the White House who is very hard to take seriously. That is why Putin is walking all over him. I love how they try to make excuses for this guy and the administration. But the reality is, the policies suck, 
The leadership sucks, plain and simple. They did not go easy on President Trump for four years. They made sure that they did everything possible by lying and manipulating, creating false documentation against him, things like Russian collusion, which in fact was the Democrats that were colluding in creating and manipulating things and spying on the former president, whatever they could do to play dirty to get him out of office because they didn't like him in office, obviously. And so when they say things and make statements that that suggest that people are being mean to poor old Biden by putting a tweet up there and saying this is what weak leadership looks like, that is nothing in comparison to what they have done to just the former president, just the former one. They've done these things throughout all of these years whenever there was a Republican on the stage in leadership because they do whatever they want to do and can do, shouldn't do, to get their way. And people are so easily manipulated into believing their ways because it feels good. Why do you think that they're pushing all of these things like transgenderism and making you feel like a victim, making you feel guilty because you don't believe in those values? They want to get into the classrooms of our children so that they can teach them the proper ways. Because as parents, we're just not good enough. And things are changing. And you hear that a lot. Doesn't pe- don't people realize that this is the year 2022 and all these things? Just because it's another year doesn't change principles. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent, but here's the bottom line too. And I'll get to a quick story. They called out things. The left made so many statements and spewed so many lies to get their way. And once again, because the media is still in the pocket of the left liberals, progressive communist party, the media spins the stories, takes things out of context, tries to make you feel guilty if you do not believe in their ways, while the rest of us are just supposed to shut up and listen. And if we say anything, you remember this, especially under Trump, if you say anything, you are mean, you are hateful, you're a bigot, you're a narcissist, you have an ego, you're a bully, you're a nationalist, all of these things. And here is a great example of that. Elise Stefanik just recently said this, and I quote, after just one year of a weak, feckless, and unfit president of the United States and commander-in-chief, the world is less safe. Rather than peace through strength, we are witnessing Joe Biden's foreign policy of war through weakness. For the past year, our adversaries around the world have been assessing and measuring Joe Biden's leadership on the world stage, and he has abysmally failed on every metric, from kinetic and deadly attacks on our allies and partners, to the catastrophic withdrawal and surrender in Afghanistan, to the cyber attacks impeding American industry and infrastructure, to today's Russian invasion of Ukraine. Joe Biden and his administration have failed America and the world. Now, what is wrong with saying that? Well, here is what CNN says. While Stefanik went on to call Putin a war criminal and a deranged thug, the bulk of her statement was dedicated to excoriating Biden. Which, by the way, we're not Russian and we don't live in Russia, so we don't, because we don't know Putin, we don't live there, we're not under him, we're under Biden right now. 
So when things are wrong, we call that out. There's nothing wrong with that, but this is what they say. A decade ago, the notion of calling a president of the United States unfit in the wake of the most serious invasion in Europe since World War II would have been unthinkable for members of either party. But Trump's four years in office have changed all calculations of how politics can and should be conducted, even in a moment of war. Once again, here they are, the big victims. They can't take a little bit of heat from people who are stating facts and speaking it like it is. Not bullying, but just speaking the truth. But you can't do that because you're hurting their feelings. Which brings me to the big point, and that is the recent statements that were put out by Trump on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. If you recall, every news outlet on the left was ha- were having a field day the day after these statements were said by Trump, trying to make to take things out of context, letting the whole world know that, that Trump is rooting for Putin. So they made it sound as if that were the case. But we all know that wasn't the case, especially those who were listening to the show, who understand the English language, who understand sarcasm, who understand when someone's, it's someone's intentions. They're, they're pretty obvious, but again, you got to manipulate things to make the public think, feel, and act a certain way. And to feel guilty about those things if you believe in them or once did, because now you might be changing your mind because they're making you feel so guilty. Here's a little clip from uh, what Clay and uh, Buck Sexton said after this all occurred. And I think they sum it up very well. Take a listen. It was remarkable, though. You know, the president, uh, when we're talking President Trump, of course, upset the media tremendously, Clay, by talking about them as by calling them fake news. That was the insult more than anything else that really riled them up which is, I think, in and of itself quite telling, because if they were truly doing their jobs, if they were ethical, unbiased, impartial journos, speakers of truth, it wouldn't upset them to be called fake news. They would say, well, we're just doing our jobs. But it stung. It hit home. And if you paid attention yesterday to what happened, we had a fantastic example in real time, Clay and I did, of just what it means when the fake news decides to run with something. Because we had important questions for the president yesterday that he answered with regard to uh, number 45, former President Trump, with regard to Russia and Taiwan and Ukraine and the border and go down the list, right? We talked about a whole rate, the Canadian truckers, COVID, Fauci, 2024. But somehow the lib media ran with the Trump is praising Putin line. That was the single biggest takeaway they had. Trump says, I I saw this all over the media. And and as the person who asked the question, and Clay, we were sitting there together doing this interview yesterday, I got to say, it's like they're pretending not to understand or even be able to read in context English, sarcasm, intent. They're just being intentionally obtuse. Here's just a quick montage of what they sounded like yesterday after Trump praised Putin during our interview. Play five. Donald Trump did an interview this morning on something called the Buck Sexton Clay Travis show. Former President Trump, who was out on this right-wing radio show, and he was praising Vladimir Putin and what Putin is doing in Ukraine. Donald Trump popping back up to say this. Former President Trump blasting President Biden while praising Putin. Praising, praising Vladimir Putin. 
praised Vladimir Putin. Donald Trump, who you may remember, tried to hold up aid to Ukraine. This is something that is a propaganda gift to Putin. Former President Herbert Hoover was an isolationist, but he didn't call Adolf Hitler a genius. Well, dictators are going to talk like dictators, right? Game knows game. I think we should all have chills over the fact yeah. that Donald Trump called an invasion of a sovereign country genius. If Trump is reelected in 2024, Canada had better watch out. He couldn't get a Nobel Prize, so he's maybe trying out for the Order of Lenin, or even better, finally, a Trump Tower in Moscow. So much fake news, Clay. These people are out of their minds. And they certainly are, they are absolutely out of their minds. And they're, they're, they're being very nice in what they're saying. That's a nice way of putting it. But they are absolutely out of their minds. Here is Trump just recently at the CPAC 2022, which is speech. If you have not yet you heard it, go look it up. It was absolutely amazing. And it, it, again, it's, a, it, it's such a difference between the president now, the president before President Trump, and President Trump. The differences between when... One speaks and the other. You can tell the one that is so pro-America and the American people. Listen to, to a little clip here of Trump and what he says about what was just mentioned. Yesterday, reporters asked me if I thought President Putin was smart. I said, of course he's smart, to which I was greeted with, oh, that's such a terrible thing to say. I'd like to tell the two, yes, he's smart. The NATO nations and indeed the world as he looks over what's happening strategically with no repercussions or threats whatsoever, they're not so smart. They're looking the opposite of smart. If you take over Ukraine, we're going to sanction you, they say. Sanction? Well, that's a pretty weak statement. Putin is saying, oh, they're going to sanction me. They sanctioned me for the last 25 years. You mean I can take over a whole country? Are they going to sanction me? You mean they're not going to blow us to pieces, at least psychologically? The problem is not that Putin is smart, which of course he's smart, but the real problem is that our leaders are dumb. Dumb. So dumb. And they so far allowed him to get away with this travesty and assault on humanity. That's what it is. This is an assault on humanity. So sad. And of course, the only thing that the libs are going to take from that statement is that they were called dumb because they're so easily offended. Could you imagine if the president, number 45, President Trump, was so easily offended in his four years? He didn't ever play the victim, even today, out of all the hits he has taken. He still stands up, stands strong, and is still continuing to fight for the American people. That is what we need right now. Not a manipulator-in-chief. Not an administration full of manipulators. Little baby manipulators. Because that is essentially what we have right now. While, yes, we have to, as Christians, continually trust in our Lord and be the best that we can be and the only way of doing that is to make sure that we are in the Word of God and spending quality time with our Savior, Jesus Christ. And therefore, we can see clearly. But here's the thing, I, I believe. Those principles can't just stay within the four walls of the church. We must take those principles, live them out, outside of those walls, so that the rest of the world 
knows where we stand. Why do I say this? Because when we see unrighteousness and things that are not correct and best for the public and the country with which we live in, then we have to call it out. And we can give scripture to anybody all day long, and that's fantastic. But we also actually need to live it out. Keyword action, 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 action. Goes for all of us, myself included, of course. So I stand with what Clay Travis and Buck Sexton said right there. What you're hearing is what President Trump rightfully and so geniusly called out during his presidency, and that is fake news. So be cautious when you turn on that channel and listen to what's coming through it. Are you being manipulated into believing something that's not reality? And are you aware of the confusion that is happening? Look at just go on Facebook. Go find a provocative statement that was put out by anybody, especially conservatives, and look at all the comments below it. Read a couple of them, and you'll realize how confused, just how confused the public really is. Sometimes it just gets quite pathetic, the back and forth. Look, if it's wrong, it's wrong. And if it's right, it's right. Saw a meme today that sums it up perfectly. And yes, this is biblical, but this, apl- this principle applies. If the Bible calls it a sin, your opinion doesn't matter. You might not like it, but if you are wrong, are you willing to see it and change? I'll leave you with that question. You can ask yourself and answer it yourself. But listen, thank you again so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this show and if you enjoy the BMG Network, please go to the BMG Network on Facebook, give a, a, a review, give a rating. Five star would be fantastic for all of the wonderful hosts that are on the bmgnetwork.com. Go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check out all the great, fantastic hosts that we have on there. The Essentials with Maddie Flint, who just put a fantastic uh, episode out about our presidents. Great facts, entertaining episode. Check it out. She's brand new to this gig, and she's doing a fantastic job. We've got the Adrian Ross Show. The brand new episode coming out tomorrow about the lessons that she's learning or has learned about Ukraine. Be sure to check that out. And of course, the Pac-Man Show with Ted Flint. And be sure to check out his columns on the bmgnetwork.com. You can subscribe to those columns and you can comment in which we would love to hear your opinion on anything that we put out. But as always, thank you so much for tuning in right here to the Ken Burns Show. Next time on this show, I may be discussing something incredibly controversial to many people, not to everyone. You may agree or disagree. I'm not sure. It's not about my opinion, but I do want to discuss something about the church and what the church should look like today. And that's as specific as I'm going to get right now, but be looking for that soon. It may be next week. It could be the week after. But until then, again, please go to Apple Podcasts, give a rating and review of The Ken Burns Show. If you don't think it does a thing, I promise you it absolutely does. Please take the time to do that. I greatly appreciate it. And I will absolutely read your review on the next episode of this show. So until next time, guys, God bless you. And I'll catch you on the next episode of The Ken Burns Show only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.